Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth. I've received a beautiful card in the mail. I guess it's not quite a postcard, but it's a card that has a picture on it, so that counts. And this is from uh, our dear friend, Melanie, uh, Rob and Melanie Rakenna. And this is the Cape May Lighthouse uh, in New Jersey. Have you ever been there? I have. Beautiful uh, lighthouse. And Melanie, you just have a gift to encourage people. Uh, she often sends a card. Two things about Melanie. She has incredible handwriting. Like she ought to, ought to have her own font on some computer. And then uh, always thoughtful. Every Everything you write is always so thoughtful. This this particular card has an Adniram Judson quote in it. And it's just always exactly what I need at the right time. So thank you, Melanie, for the card and for listening uh, to the podcast. I left you yesterday, my friends, at a birthday party. Uh, probably not a birthday party you and I should be attending, but the Bible tells us about it. So let's go there. Uh, Mark chapter 6. And remember, Herod is really having a problem with John. Uh, not, not a problem in the sense that he uh, disagrees with John. The problem really is that he agrees with John. Uh, John has told Herod that his marriage with Herodias is sinful. It is not honoring God. Uh, Herodias, uh, the wife of Herod, is just beside herself. If she had the authority to do so, she would execute John on the spot. But that's not her jurisdiction. It's Herod's. And Herod actually likes John because John speaks the truth. And John's impartial. And John and Herod have these interviews together where Herod gladly hears John's messages. I'd love to hear some of those private conversations, wouldn't you? As John talks about Messiah, talks about the need for salvation, talks about the gospel, uh, what, what rich conversations they must have been. Well, on a particular day, the Bible says that Herod throws a birthday party. Verse number 21, when a convenient day was come that Herod on his birthday made a, made a supper to his Lord's high captains, and chief estates of Galilee. So he brings in people from all the, the his jurisdiction and all the big wigs for his birthday. He's throwing himself a birthday party, uh, which is kind of narcissistic, I guess, but he's doing it. Verse number 22, and when the daughter of the said Herodias came in and danced. So this just shows you a little bit about the character of Herod. Now, Herod has a, uh, an affinity for truth. He likes to hear John the Baptist. He respects the preacher, but it hasn't affected him in any real way, has it? He, he likes it. He respects it. He wants to hear more of it. But the preaching and the teaching has done nothing to affect his character because here he is on his birthday throwing this big party and having a girl dance at his party. And that can't have been any kind of good and righteous dance at all. Reminds me a lot about uh, Artaxerxes. 
uh, there in the book of Ex- Esther and how he, uh, or, or Hasawiris, I should say, and how he brought in, uh, you know, brought in, he wanted to bring his and his beautiful wife. Remember Vashti? She refused. Just reminds me of that situation. And the Bible says in verse number uh, 22 that she came and danced and pleased Herod and then that sat with him. Oh, they loved this dance. They loved this this little performance by Herodias' daughter, Salome. And the Bible says, And the king said unto the damsel, Ask of me whatsoever thou wilt, and I will give it thee. So, boy, be careful what you say in temptation's moment. So what Herod is saying here is, wow, that was just so intoxicating. That was just so mesmerizing. Boy, you just name what you want, and I'll give it to you. Boy, what a sad thing that we're willing to give up so much for that moment of temptation. And what an unwise choice that is. Someone once wisely said that sin will take you farther than you want to go. It'll take you, it'll keep you longer than you want to stay, and it'll cost you more than you want to pay. And wow, it's a bad investment, isn't it? And here Herod is saying, wow, boy, that was something. I'll give you anything. Well, watch what happens in verse number 23. He swear unto her, whatsoever thou shalt ask of me, I will give it to thee unto half of my kingdom. Boy, I'll tell you what, I'll split everything I have just to, to for you, for what you've done for me. I swear. So he has bound himself now by an oath, which is very interesting that in that culture, oath giving and swearing was a big deal. And people would be more a more faithful to a an oath that they made than even to morality that was required. They would be willing to disobey the law, as we shall see. He, he disobeyed the law both in his lust and in his murder of John, but boy, he wasn't about to uh, break that oath. It's just a weird level of morality. It, it's very similar to the society in which we live today, that they're willing to murder children and call it the choice of a woman, think about that, and yet they, they, they take umbrage with you know, other far lesser uh, levels of, of morality. And I could give illustrations, but that's not the purpose. Look at verse number 24, and she went forth. So this, this girl was smart. She was there on assignment, and the devil is subtle. And she went forth and said unto her mother, what shall I ask? And wow, did Herodias have this thing all planned out? Because the Bible says in verse number 24, and she said, the head of John the Baptist. And she came in straightway with haste to the, unto the king and asked, saying, I will that thou give me by and by in a charger the head of John the Baptist. I want him dead. I want his head severed from his body. I don't want to deal with him one more day. So boy, Salome went, spoke to Herodias. Herodias gave the message. She came back to Herod. And as soon as she told Herod, wow, Herod knew, didn't he? 
Herod, Herod knew that he had made an unwise promise. Reminds me a lot of Jephthah. Remember the judge Jephthah that said, I will sacrifice the first thing that comes out of my house when I come home from this battle. Remember? And that was his own daughter. But just be careful. The the, 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 the boy, be careful that the, the impetuousness of the flesh can get us into so much trouble, can it? Look at verse number 26. And the king was exceeding sorry, yet for the oath's sake, that's what I just talked about a moment ago, and for the sakes and, and for their sakes which sat with him. So he was swayed by the stupidity of an unbiblical oath and by those that sat by him. I'm going to look bad. If I'm not a man of my word, if I made this big bravado statement, and if I don't follow through on it, then all of my other leaders and all of my other areas of jurisdiction, they're going to think I'm weak and I'm more concerned about what people think. I'm more concerned about the peer pressure around me than I am about the life of an innocent man of God. Remember, we're going all the way back to the beginning of this passage where it said, Herod is feeling guilty. He's thinking that Jesus is John the Baptist reincarnate. Why would he think that? Because he's been living with the guilt of this decision for all of this time. Look at verse number 26. The king was exceeding sorry, yet for the oath's sake and for their sake which sat with him, he would not reject her. And immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded his head to be brought. And he went and beheaded him in the prison. And he brought his head in a charger and gave it to the damsel. And the damsel gave it to her mother. Wow, you talk about some cruel people. You talk about a demonically inspired event. Wow, that's it. What, what people will do on the one hand like Herodias, to try to avoid the guilt that they feel. Remember, she's mad at John because John exposed her for the adulteress that she is. And she'll kill somebody let, instead of admitting that she's wrong. And, and even Herod, although reluctantly and regrettably, and although this plagued him for many years to come, Herod the same. He was more willing to protect his reputation more willing to satisfy his lusts than he was to honor the character of uh, this man of God who had simply given uh, the, the word of God. And I see that time and time again today. Unfortunately, I see a little snippet of that in my own life. And we have to be so careful, don't we? So great lesson for, for us today. Temptation's not worth it. Sins of the flesh aren't worth it. The best way to respond to even the most difficult rebuke is repent, get right, and Herod will always serve as an, as an example of the kind of guilty and laden conscience when we don't do it God's way. So I hope that helps today. Uh, we'll jump into verse number 29 uh, next episode. Hope you'll join us for that. Hope you have a great day today. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.